Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In order to support our show, we need the help of some great advertisers. And we want to make sure those advertisers are ones you'll actually want to hear about. But we need to learn a little bit more about you to make that possible. So... Go to podsurvey.com slash bonfire and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you better. That way, we can bring on advertisers you won't want to skip. Once you've completed the quick survey, you can enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. Again, that's podsurvey.com slash B-O-N-F-I-R-E. Thanks for your help. I'm Dan Soder. And I'm Big J Okerson, and welcome to the Bonfire Podcast. You can hear our full show every day on SiriusXM. Go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special offer. And now, the Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. It was a nice Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Josh Edemeyer's homie died. (laughs) (laughs) It's a funny bit now if he just calls everybody his homie. It yeah, is. like if Josh does that moving on, I will really love him. If he's like, ah, my homie died. Who? Benjamin Netanyahu. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shredding. I like that he he doesn't know that was the Danny Sodes riff or right, whatever. Right. And he's like, all right, Lou, you got a little thing going. And you're like, hey, don't suck your own dick. It's not original. We're letting you have that, Josh. Maybe it's just for him. Yeah. <laughs> I Josh is one of. Yeah. I love him so much. He's so It's so predictable. I walked up to the stand last night. And he did that. He goes, my, I was talking about those four comics. I mean, it's three very of them, sad. Three of them died. Uh, one of them in critical condition, Kate Quigley. Yeah, because of uh, fentanyl-laced cocaine. Yeah. Uh, don't do blow if you don't know where it's coming from. I really went to my friends who I know will dabble, all of them, and I really sent them all a text this weekend that was just like, guys, it's over. Dude, you were just at American Comedy Company. Like, one it's time, over. One time I worked there, this guy came up to me. Remember how they used to do the meet and greets? They still do that? Where they line up no. on the side? They just completely blew that off. Not only did they not do that anymore. <laughs> when you ask them, they don't place, know how to organize it. It was packed. Every show was sold out. Yeah. And when, <laughs> every show was sold out, and then I'd do my standard 15, 20 minutes in the back. Yeah. Do the comics picture you have to do on stage. Uh, not have to do, but took the comics picture every night. What do you mean? Whoever's on the show, like they do like a staff picture. Not a staff picture, but like they take a picture of you on the stage. I think for social media. But that used to be the thing where they would do- Not with the audience. I know, but the audience, it worked so well. It was the best club for that, the way they used to have it. I didn't like- I I hate the the receiving line, personally. Yeah, I'm bad at all of it, so Mm -hmm. that felt like the most organized version of it. But my thing's always, let me go out in 20 minutes. Sure, sure. And I'll shoot this shit with 25 people for an hour. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to smoke and have fun talking. They clear out so fast. Every time I'd go out there after the show, I'd, I'd even get the thing like, what a cunt I must have looked like in the hallway with whoever, staff or another comic from the show, going like, I got a deep breath. I go, because here's like where, not you got to go turn it on, but you're just kind of like, all right, right away, it's going to be a lot of handshakes and mm-hmm. pictures, and you're just kind of like gear myself up for it. Like, you got to rip yourself up a little bit. But happily, you know, to go sure. do it, and then going outside and be like, "Hey, ever hello, hello, 
Just dust, just uh, the dust yeah. bunnies going by on the street. Oh, uh, like, so I guess tumbleweed. Yeah. And then you have to notice something outside. You go, oh, they got a pretty good special over there tonight, dude. Walking out with the feeling, I was like, man, I don't know how late things are gonna be open for food, and I'm hungry. It's like, so I'll bang this out as fast as I can, and then I go, hey, everybody, um, all right, I guess I'll grab some food. <laughs> I mean, well, a couple of years ago when I was in, two or three years ago when I was in San Diego, and they were still doing those receiving lines. This guy came up and handed me a joint, and he's like, and don't worry, there's not fentanyl in that. And I was like, well, I'm going to throw this in the trash can in the green room, because <laughs> yeah. this is, Goodbye. is it, why would you say that to anybody, being like, oh, cool. Like, I'm going to be like, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got it, I got it. I got to be, that's it for you, Lou. DJ Lou, I know you're a raging cokehead. It's, it's over. I guess so. Yeah, it's done, dude. You yeah. can't do it. But it's... I guess Michael K. Williams, they said, died the same thing, right? Well, he died... We were talking about this, Jacob Black Lou and I were talking about this. He died, and then it was reported that drug paraphernalia was found in the house, which is like, okay, probably was drugs, but on the off chance that it wasn't, how mad would you He's be? He's like, there was also a gun in the house. He also had enemies. <laughs> yeah. <But> you like, <laughs> Point to a thousand things. And then he died, and then it was like- Drug my paraphernalia. Dude, my calling him my homie. Where it's like I don't you. You it frustrated you when you first heard it. <laughs> made me mad because I'm just like, there's this thing going on right now where people take death uh, and make it all about themselves, and it's fucking. Yeah, Josh gross. is big about that. It's we, fucking we, we gross. Posted, we we uh, we talked about in our little group too. Me and you were not about not Josh. Yeah, not uh, Josh. Another uh, another uh, person. Yeah, the comic. Yeah, that was like uh, made me so mad that put up a thing. Yeah, and it was like. I don't want to say because I don't want to. Make I don't want to give away it. the sex who it was, but they were like, "I had a drug problem too." Call me, we'll talk, and you're like, "Yeah, this isn't about you." Everybody, I'm now, like, well, also, it's like, text them, text them. How many phone calls away are you from having the, the uh, Kate Quigley's? I'm not shitting on her, but I mean, like, it's an attainable number, I think. Yo, that was like for uh, a comic. That was like, um, who does punch drunk sports with Ari? Sam Tripoli. Tripoli. Sam Tripoli had a whole thing about how Michelle Wolf was on the Epstein flight logs and he was friends with the Ep- and it's like dude you're three calls away f- you're an Ari call away from having Michelle's phone number yeah. to be like hey is this true like I read this instead he does an hour podcast where he's like I know man I know and it's like no you don't you fuck you look like an idiot you look like an idiot because you're saying a person that definitely didn't know Jeffrey Epstein knew Jeffrey doing Epstein all the dig deep dive into it because no one wants that to be true well, more, apparently than, in LA, more than me. Apparently in L.A., dude, everybody's homies. Well, dude, hey, that's my oh, <laughs> Jeffrey died, not my homie. Oh, my oh, homie. Dude, I would love if Michelle was like, I was on Epstein Island. He's my homie. He's my homie. <laughs> I love him. But this whole like people dying and making it about you is like, man, uh, if I fucking die, nobody plugged their dates it's all about me, you cocksuckers. If I'm fucking dead, you bring up me. Don't bring up like... So Jacob brought this point up. 50 Cent did a post of like Michael K. Williams is dead and then just went and plugged every product that he does now. Or on the same post. Yeah. was it? What was it on, he Jacob? He plugged his movie, which was about drug drugs. He's like, and damn, dude, con- Michael K. Williams, con- yeah. this sucks. This sucks grape vitamin water. Yeah, he goes, this sucks. I'm going to have a sip of my <laughs> cognac with grape vitamin water. He hashtagged his cognac, told people to watch his movie and a couple other products. Which is really funny because <laughs> the, like, what I love about life is uh, 50 Cent was a drug dealer. Like He was a piece of shit. 
And then now he's like being a piece of shit, and people are like, oh, and you're like, yeah, he's a piece of shit. Just because he got shot nine times and got up doesn't mean he's a good dude. It means he was a good rapper. He had a good album. These people are like, can you believe? Yeah, I can believe that. He was destroying his community with crack cocaine and then wrote a couple jingles that Eminem liked. Also calling them the clientele. Yeah. You're killing the clientele. Damn, if you didn't see Raising Canaan... Uh, check it out. That fentanyl is no joke. Killing the clientele. Uh, R.I.P. After Michael misspelling K. his name. <laughs> it's funny. Oh, yeah. Name it's right. A-E-L. Dude, this, if this ain't the apocalypse, we are right <laughs> up next to it. We are very close. Uh, Michael K. Williams, after misspelling his name, Jackson finished the post with a series of hashtags advertising his new liquor brand. Damn. <laughs> I mean, dude, that is... That Actually, was you know after, after I'm, I'm sorry. He uploaded another that addressed the feud he once had with Williams. Guys, I mean, what the fuck? I completely misspoke. If I die, only plug your things. <laughs> and everybody that's ever listened to my voice, I now anoint you homies. So hey, go homie. to your, you can go. If Josh Adam Myers is going to do it, y'all can do it. Go to fucking Enterprise or Aetna, wherever you work, and be like, my homie Dan Soda died. And everyone's going to be like, you knew Dan Soda? And they're like, no, no, no. I used to listen to the bonfire. But he's my homie. But he's my homie. I high fived him once after the show. My (laughs) homie. I remember when Greg, I've talked about this before, but I remember when Greg Giraldo died. I watched like four of these (laughs) LA fucking assholes talk about like, Greg and I used to stay up and talk all night about the philosophy of comedy. It's like, shut up. Oh my fucking fucking Christ. No, you didn't. How dare you? My homie. We had so many nights. God, I want to call Josh and be like, how well did you actually know him? He said they partied years ago together in Baltimore and then lost touch. No, no, no. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know if I'd call him my homie. Absolutely. But if they were homies yeah. and he's as popular as he is, him and Josh uh, would have numbers yeah. on each other. Yeah. They would interact. Josh would make sure he interacted with Michael K. Williams. Yeah, if Giamatti dies, I can't call him my homie. I talk to him at table reads. You don't, you, don't, you don't have his phone number. No. You don't have his email. No. You have no direct link to him. You're not, not at all. He's not your homie. You I cannot get a hold of him. <laughs> I cannot get a hold of Paul Giamatti. <laughs> I, I thought you could. No, he's not my homie. <laughs> hey, that's my coworker. Well, I told you before. I wouldn't say the lead singer of Corn's not my homie, and like I'm friendly with him. Yo, what's like, funny is I know you guys are friends because you have a very friendship gripe that I have with a lot of friends, which is when you text them, they either don't text back or text you a minimal response. Yeah. Which that's the sign of a friendship because you're fucking mad about it. Like, <laughs> Give me more. Stop. Like, well, I want him to give me more because he's famous I, and awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but he's also, you guys were like, it's like when, Ch- like, I'll text, Che is famous, right? Mm-hmm. And but at my homie. It's your homie. But I'll text him and he won't text me back and then I'm mad about it. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, fuck sure. you. You're not so famous that we're, we're, you can't yeah, say. dickhead. D- yeah, exactly. But it's like, that's a friend. When you can be mad at them. I don't know like, if uh, me and Kevin Hart are homies anymore. G- yeah. I don't know if that's the right term for it. God, we're old he, friends. Yeah, old friends. Point, we're old friends. Old friends. Dude, and what a cooler way to phrase that if you're Josh, of being like, you know, I actually partied with him in Baltimore? Yeah. And oh, then people are like, 
That's fucking An old cool. buddy of mine. Oh, there's an old buddy of mine. Oh, you know, actually, I, I actually used to hang out with that when guy. When he was filming The Wire, I lived in Baltimore and we hung out. And then you're like, what an interesting story. But that fucking city, that Los Angeles heat melts everyone's brains. We were going on vacation oh, next week. Man. I don't know what to do now. Check Michael K. Williams' <laughs> social. See if he follows Josh right now. Look up if he if follows. If they're homies. If they are homies, he will follow Josh Ademeyer. they're homies. If he does not follow Josh Ademeyer, then I'm putting a year ban on Josh being on the bonfire. Yeah, we got to give Josh a fucking award or something on this show. He's very scrutinized. <laughs> I mean. Can I try it out? Uh, a yeah. tribute? Of course. Uh, so sad to hear about Dan. He would have wanted you to watch Stargirl. CW. That's good. Like I do. That's good. I don't That's have good. any plugs, so I'm just. Like, no, I love that. That's good. I, I love that. Bend it to your will. I'll do it. I'll be like, today the world lost a great man in Jacob Atat. He also wants you to check me out at the Tempe Improv, <laughs> September, 5th, September 15th through the 17th. Didn't Voss plug he dates on memorials before? Me yeah, that's Voss's shtick, though. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. I, think, I don't I think, think he, he does it earnestly. I think he did it at Kimowitz's thing. Yeah. It's always like a thing of like he'll be selling CDs outside of Patrice's funeral. Oh, well, yeah. Um, My homie, though. My homie. Yeah. Michael does not Kayla. look like he follows him. Oh, I went, Josh, God damn it. And he was like, what? And then he explains like the thing, and you're like, I just, my home. Like, you're not upset like you lost a friend. Well, that's also the that's thing. That's the big thing. Are you upset like you lost a friend? It's also going to be the next time you actually lose a friend, I won't believe it. I wonder how. Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mmm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this. But at Metro by T-Mobile, there's nada yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal. So here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited-time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile, nada, yada, yada. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Kevin Hart, like a Kevin Hart death would affect me. 
Would you would you be here's my question to you because you guys started so I saw something on Jeopardy last night mm-hmm. that almost made me throw my glass against the fucking TV because it was him and he was like the question was it was uh the 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 um topic was funny business so it was all about comedy and uh-huh. the, and the last clue was like it was Kevin Hart and it was a video and he's like my birth said it where I was born, <laughs> you know, and he like does the thing. He's like, they painted a mural of me. Where was it? And it was like a mural in Philly. And I was like, I'm wondering how mad it would make me if one of my friends had like a painting in my neighbor, you know, where I'd be oh, like. Oh, yeah. I've never gotten a free ticket to a game yeah. to sit in nosebleeds. <laughs> yeah. There's a mural. Just also, Kev. you've been very open about it. You've been very, very open about, um, I always found this fascinating. You're, you're a, a diehard Philadelphia Eagles fan. You're a diehard Philadelphia 76ers, Sixers fan to the point that it makes it uncomfortable knowing the 49ers are going to play the Eagles because I know much how much you love the Eagles and how much I love the 49ers. So it's not going to be fun because one of us is going to take that loss bad. But when you told me that Kevin Hart didn't even like the Eagles and he would always play with the Giants and Madden, it's like that. And then I just remember when you guys won the Super Bowl and he was down there by the trophy celebration. That would drive me fucking insane. Didn't make me happy. That would make that would be like if I got if the Broncos <laughs> went on a run. He goes, I'll if, tell you this, Dan. I wasn't happy for him. <laughs> yeah. When I saw him get on that stage, but I, if, I wasn't happy for him. If the Broncos won, right? Let's pure say, envy. Let's say the Denver Broncos go on a six-year run of just domination, and they win a Super Bowl, and you see me down at the Super Bowl like, Bronco Nation! You'd be like, you fucking asshole. You're not a Bronco fan. You're a 49er fan. But you know how much I root for the uniform. I'm already getting ready to put my uh, Ben Simmons jersey that Paul gave me on eBay. Fuck, I, got, I don't have no use for it. Yeah, why? Um, also, I got a present for Fucking you. Fucking Benedict Arnold, asshole. Make you feel better. Dan, I have a sound bar that's supposed to be coming to your house. You can't give me any more gifts until that gets there. <laughs> well, this isn't from me. This isn't from me. Oh, this is it from? This is from a, from a, a great fan. You know him. Steve Torrielli. He does all. He does the pictures. He Hicks, does the, yeah. yeah. Steve Torrielli so, Hicks? Steve Torrielli. Yeah. He, this is awesome. So you can just open, just open that up, and there's a note on the front. Okay. And read I the like note. a note. You can read the note out front. What's up, Jay? It's That's me. you. <laughs> Since you're such a diehard Eagles fan, I thought I would send you this. It's the AstroTurf from the vet. I was attending a Sixers day game, and after ha- and after leaving, I noticed the turf was rolled up in the trash. I had a pocket knife on me, so I cut off a, sl- a slab. Uh, it was before they tore it down. Hopefully you like. Hell yeah. Isn't that cool? That's fucking awesome. So thanks to Steve. He sent Thank it to you, me because he didn't want you to see it before, you know, you could like open it and send it. But I was like, oh, Jay, wow. would, I was like Jay would fucking love that. Oh, you have the paint on it still. Yeah. Isn't that cool? The That's yard fucking marker. awesome. So we got to frame that up for you. With like Fuck a fucking yeah. Randall Cunningham picture or something. You can see how bad that turf was. <laughs> yeah, that's thin as fuck, dude. I mean, it, also, was, a, anybody, it, was, a, it was an injury factor. Let me, let me feel it, because anybody... We played high school on AstroTurf like this, and that's why my fucking elbows and knees are all ripped up. It was before they had all the tapes and shit, It's right? before they had like the fake grass. Dude, the feeling of this AstroTurf will rip your skin yeah. in a way that you have to pour hydrogen peroxide on it afterwards. And it bubbles up and goes... Oh, dude, it hurts so bad. Turf burns? It sizzles on you. Yeah, you had to get turf shoes. You had to get turf cleats and shit. But Steve rules, dude. Isn't that cool? That's awesome. And Steve, thank you, man. Yeah. I wanted to give that to you on air. But uh, I'm gonna make Chris, I'm gonna cut a triangle of it, make Christine wear it as a bush. Yeah, you're gonna have that Astro bush. Oh, you have, yeah. <laughs> you have oh, how much bush. do I have the Eagles? My girlfriend's pussy hair is vet, Veteran Stadium turf. Watch this. 
drop him. <laughs> she pulls him down and it's just a fucking... And it's like posing and she's like, oh, here we go again. I'm showing off my turf push. I'm going to be honest with you, though. That turf gets on you. Yeah, well, you got to put it in a frame. We got to find a way to frame it up. <laughs> yeah, wow. Because that shit is everywhere. Um, but yeah, I mean, if Kev died, I think you would be sad. I would definitely be sad. No, I without think a doubt, I'd be, be sad. Of... And I'd have a lot of reminiscing and a lot of like whatever. And I'd also probably have a lot of like, damn, I wish we would have stayed in better touch. But like. Because I think that's what sucks about this whole culture of like claiming you know everybody is it takes away from the people that actually did know them and the people that actually really feel stuff. Where it's like Michael K. Williams affected a lot of people. He was an incredible actor, but there are people that were very close to him that yeah. now he's dead and they're like, what the fuck? Oh my God! the The entire cast, I'm sure, of The Wire, Josh yeah. Adam Myers, <laughs> in between them and Boardwalk that. Empire, and then oh, yeah, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh man, another home it down. My riff, another <laughs> home it down. Oh, thanks for that personalized riff that's never been used. <laughs> I better call my homie Tom Morello and tell oh. him not to do cocaine anymore. You want me to call my homie Hulk Hogan? <laughs> I, used to, homie. I used to take his vitamins. I love him. <laughs> it makes me so laugh so hard. I mean, dude, it's it's pretty crazy to call, you know. I love it. I'm trying to think what reaches I could use. My, I mean, it was, I mean, I went into I mean, immediate it, laughter when he said it. And I felt bad because he was like trying to give me like the, dude, I, my my buddy died. And you know, I was like, what? And he goes, Michael K. Williams. And it didn't, the name didn't strike me right away. I know who it is. And yeah, I was like, like oh, man. and then it started hitting me and he goes, Omar from the wire. I go, <laughs> your homie died. Yeah. Josh, God damn it. Where's he been? LA. I'm your homie. I've never met you. I've never met oh, him. Oh, you met where is he been? I'm like, why is Josh like that? Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, oh no, no. Los, it's definitely the Los People Angeles. who grow up in Los Angeles are, uh, I don't think they get affected for it. It's like when I grew up in Colorado, I grew up with altitude, so I can go back to Colorado and I don't get altitude sickness. I can like, you know, I have to drink a lot of water, but I kind of know when it's coming and I know what the feeling to be like, I got to drink water, watch out this, when you grow up in altitude. When you grow up in Los Angeles or the area, I think those people kind of know how to deal with that, like, L.A. bullshit. And it's always the people that move very, that get warped. It's and, very uh, possible, but it's like the guy, Fuquan Johnson, who passed away yeah, in, the, uh, very in the fentanyl thing. It's like Josh had a a 2,000-word a dissertation on that. And then, uh, I mean, today Kim, said he had Kim, a two thousand word dissertation on. Uh, oh, here's the thing: Fuquan Johnson for sure is uh, uh, someone he probably knows. You know what for I mean? For sure. Like, and like, I met Fuquan for sure. But I knew my... Kim was Kim Congdon was friends with him, and I wrote Kim a quick message like, "Hey, I, I saw your post. So I'm really sorry about all your friends, about your friend passing away." Because it was like you could tell she was genuinely hurt. <laughs> the, the Michael K. What did you write? Michael K. Johnson. It's long. Oh. Uh, want me to read it? Yes. Okay. In the voice, though. I worked on The Wire for five seasons while going to film school at Towson University. I met Michael K. Williams on set, but became friends with him because he lived a block from my row home in Canton. I was at the Safeway on Boston Street, and he was arguing with the manager, so I jumped in to help him, and we immediately became friends. <laughs> For the next three months, we went out drinking almost every night at JD's in Canton Square. We would post up by the jukebox and go back and forth in song battles. We connected over, <laughs> we connected over the wall, over off the wall by Michael Jackson, and get the funk out of my face by Brother Johnson. I was taking a ca class called Dance for the Camera 
and while the film majors and da- oh my god and dance majors work together to choreograph a dance and then I shoot it and edit it. Since Mike was a classically trained dancer, he offered up to come to campus and help me and my partner. I don't think I ever felt cooler than walk around campus with him. After I graduated and the wire rap shooting, I lost touch with him. Other than some texting, but I have a bunch of stories that I have told in the crab feast that involve me and Mike, and they are hilarious. He was one of a kind and 100% created one of the best TV characters of all time. Here's the thing. That is a very moving story. It's nice. It's a very nice story. It is. That's a story that you should be telling people when you're out at dinner and it gets brought up and you go, you know, I actually hung out with him for like six months when we were friends. I just, I, again, it's just, I don't get social media, so I, it's, I, I guess it's the thing. I don't is know. it the thing? Because sure. then we're both in the same, we're both in the same pile because yeah. I, I don't understand people that use other people's death for like... But we do to a degree. I'm thinking like we have a radio show. We do have the benefit of having a radio show, but it's also this media makes more sense to me. Hear my words, say a thing, sure. talk to me if you want to do it. Just yeah, the you're post right. things are just to me like I, I just I, never, I just never think to do like a, a major post about. It. I mean, I when did like Kevin Barnett died. I I did one for Kimowitz. I did yeah, one with Kimowitz. Kimowitz. When Kevin Barnett died, I wasn't sure how to go about it because yeah. number one, I know Kevin Barnett would have made fun of me for it. Where he'd have been like, what are you doing? When I was like, KB was such a soul that flew. But it's like, you don't know. Sometimes you're just like, if it's your friend, you're like, "Ah, what would you think of me doing this right now? It's fucking weird. I saw Damien Lemon yesterday. I was very excited to see that he was alive. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, this is pretty cool. When you see someone who's comedy, I was like, oh shit, I haven't seen Damien in fucking three Uh, years, I feel like. This was pretty cool, but... um. Uh, during AEW, they had a pay-per-view all wrestling. out. Wrestling. It was fucking awesome. One of the best pay-per-views I've seen in years. Why? Uh, they just they brought in... Uh, CM Punk had his first match back. It was awesome. They brought in... Was Jake, Jake or Logan Paul there? No. I don't care then. <laughs> but the coolest part was Jericho was in a match with MJF. And they I don't were, know who that is. Uh, he's awesome. Um, Maxwell J. Friedman. And they were... A Jew. Yeah, and he's nice. he's top heel, one of the top heels in the company. He's of course fucking he great. Is. Yeah, why money probably. grubbing? Oh, uh, why? Because he fucking figured out how to do good in business. I'm, <laughs> I'm, my apologies. He was, but Jericho and them were fighting through the crowd, and then Jericho hit him and knocked him against the wall and grabbed someone's sign and pointed to the cameras and it said, "Hey, buddies." It really? Was a, it was a Fez sign. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, it was that's a fucking sign awesome. For, and Jericho grabbed it and like showed it to the camera and then gave it back oh, to the guy. that's fucking awesome, And I was man. like, that's fucking awesome. Any Fez Watley fans that were watching uh, that's Ron fucking and Fez really fans cool. Were, I saw that as the paper. Hey, buddies. Yeah, he did a, hey, buddies. And I was like, dude, that's fucking rad. Yeah, it was so fucking cool. That's uh, great. It was a great pay-per-view. But yeah, I mean, it's like, you're right. People deal with loss in different ways or whatever. And some people love to, you know, go on social media about it. Maybe it helps. Dan likes to make a wrestling sign is the point of all this. I wish I was that all out. I would have loved to have had it. <laughs> hey, buddies. I like repost. Rest in peace, say. Michael K. Yeah. Williams. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Omar Clemens. <laughs> and, and then you had to see like the, a hundred tweets of everyone being like, hey, heaven, Omar coming. And you're like, all right. There's one guy. I won't say his name. He's a writer. I've watched him. Uh, do that with deaths almost every major celebrity this this guy this guy that's the writer that I follow on Twitter he will find a way to make it about him he will find a way to make it about him to the point that it's crazy I showed Katie the first tweet and then I came back in and refreshed it and she went 
there he is because <laughs> it was like the first the first tweet was like oh no this is terrible and the next one was like I have never been more influenced by someone and it's like Jesus fucking Christ. I should have made Josh is more about him just added in stuff he goes and that's when I graduated Towson University with honors with honors summa cum laude oh, summa cum laude but ain't nothing as loud as me and old Mikey K partying <laughs> by the jukebox yeah. I locked off the wall he was a thriller guy we, we thought about it I slashed his face i'm the one that gave him that scar <laughs> you know what's funny is we was having Took it right between the face i said fuck you michael k williams you wrong about this one we off the had... wall's a classic oh there's my riff he we was just had the bar and he was like i don't know what to do with this character and i said start whistling the cheese stands alone <laughs> and he took it and ran with it and well it became history hippity hop next thing i know i yelled it while i was holding the boom microphone you see I was there. They wanted to call the show Drugs in Baltimore, but I said, well, you're getting a wiretap. Call it the wire. And then they were like, now, they didn't give me credit, but I'm pretty uh, sure they remember what dude, I said. I love Josh Ademeyer's history. <laughs> oh, dude, that's great. You got to understand something. He's the homie. And Tom Morella said, what are we fighting against? I said, rage against the machine. <laughs> And then we finished volunteering at that soup kitchen together, and, and then we called it a day. We lost touch after, I don't know, that one time we met, but... <laughs> Dude, I will tell you something that my homie, Paul Giamatti, always says to What's me. What's that homie say? He says, Dan, Dan, you gotta try harder. <laughs> it's just, Jericho's a good example. Jericho was on Z-Rock, yeah. one of them those two days. Yeah. And then... And by the way, I we've been in this building's lobby and seen him... And he knows me. Yes, he and, knows you. And uh, and, and, that's, and he uh, came to a show of mine in Tampa before. Yeah, just like on a whim, was like, oh, I saw you were here, so I came to a show and hung out. Not homies. No, we are not homies. Trust me, I I know that as someone that's a big fan of wrestling. I know you're not homies because I've been standing by you the whole time. If we were homies, I would have been able to push you uh, easier. Of course, it's so just like, me, one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time. But uh, not homies. The guys from Z Rock. Homies, it all makes sense. Genuine it's homies, just like who is like, still stay in touch. Well, one passed away, but I say not a ton. But it's not like a thing where I can't get in touch with them because they're super famous or something. You know what I mean? Well, like, Seinfeld's my homie. You know, those oh, yeah, three times he walked by me and didn't look at me. Hey, I said, Hello? Yeah. Well, which leads looking us diesel, Jerry. Looking diesel. That's my, my homie Jerry now. That's my favorite. Isn't that great? Well, we're- looking diesel, Jerry. What did you just say to him? Oh my God! He's like, I know. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Oh, I've been hitting the GYM. Uh, high, we're at high weight, low reps. You've been listening to Sirius XM's Bonfire. New episodes every Tuesday through Friday mornings and full shows always on Sirius XM. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.